Yes, welcome back. On the night I go back, I'm Ben. I'm Higgins. And we are joined again. We are lucky to be joined again by our friend Roger Lucier. Roger, what's going on, man? Roger, uh, sorry, Roger, uh, Roger Feely Lucier. Oh, see, I was, I, I, I was caught it. I like, caught it. You caught it. You caught it. I'm just so um, used. You know, even you guys have still been married for a while, and I'm just, I'm still, I'm still so used to just saying you're. Oh, this is awkward. Hey, I caught it. It's actually, actually got pretty to good. a point. It's, it's funny because it's actually gotten to a point, I think in the last year or so, um, where I've personally gotten used to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got used to seeing it very quickly, um, but it took me a little while to get used to like, at a job, introducing myself with the full name. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and now I, it's, it's a lot more natural now. So for, for those of you at home who don't know me, for the, the, those folks, I wonder, they're, they're definitely so... Uh, There'll be a couple, a couple people who, who met have met you once or twice, but don't. Yeah, don't exactly. That's what I mean. I feel yeah. like there, there will be. And then um, when I had the chip podcast with, with my friend Pat, mm-hmm. there were always like one or two people that we didn't know who like every now and then would reply to a tweet and we'd be like, we definitely don't know who this person <laughs> is. Like, has that happened to you No, yet? we haven't achieved. We have not achieved that yet. We have, there's, there's some fans from our respective camps who the other, like Higgins might not know some people on my end who listen and vice versa, but I don't think we have any random listeners, but Hey, so, if you're a random listener and you're hearing this right now, hit me up. I don't have proof. I was going to say, so here's, here's what I'll say. If you're a random listener, if you don't personally know any of the, any of either of the two of you, mm-hmm. uh, what's the email address uh, uh, on the night I go back at gmail.com. Email on the night I go back at gmail.com with 666420. And the first yes. two people who do that, I will send you $6.66. Oh, whoa. This is this, this listening to this podcast and becoming an early fan of it has been paying off dividends for our Seriously. fans. So it can be someone who knows me, but doesn't know the two of you. Okay. Uh, because yeah. I'll post it, I'll, you know, I'll share it. But like that, that does still limit it because most, most people who know me do know both of you or, yeah, well, or both of you. We'll find that unicorn and they will become just a little bit richer. Well, $6. as I was going to say, yeah, I, sure. I, I posted something, I, I replied to some sort of something on Twitter and it got a couple likes, no big deal. On your um, personal Twitter or on the, on the podcast Twitter? On the personal Twitter. Um, and got a, you know, a few likes from you know, the ran, some randos. But then I noticed that we got like a couple of light, couple more listens, like immediate, not like within like, you know, 10 minutes immediate, uh, after that, we got a couple more listens on the podcast. Cause it's so, in your bio, it's in your Twitter. It's in my bio as the co-host of this podcast. So and I'm thinking maybe, like, yeah. maybe they liked my, they liked what I said. They saw that I had a podcast. They found the podcast. They listened to an episode and they obviously didn't like it and probably haven't listened sure. since, but I'm, I'm, I'm putting a lot of, I'm putting a lot, you know, I'm coming uh, but I'm, uh, I'm drawing a lot of straws here, but it feel like it could, uh, that could have happened. So yeah. we could have some random. No, I think that's, that's entirely that's it, possible. I, yeah. That's how it works. It's funny. Cause like, whether it's from Twitter or even just like, you know, now that, now that podcasts on Spotify are like that, that interface is a little more intuitive. Mm-hmm. I think people are going to start. I think eventually someone random is going to find your podcast. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. That and that's, I don't know, that's kind of the cool part person. about it. Well, just as, as silly as it is. I mean, like, no, it is for sure. Not, 
yeah, I'm not trying to like you know, the the Chip podcast like peaked at like 70 listeners, so I'm not trying to like overgrandize this experience or anything. But yeah. like, it is fun. It's fun to like have that person be like, "Oh, I I listened to this and that was that, and it was funny." Well, yeah, even but- like the one time that we had Jamie, or the, not the one time, one of the times we had Jamie on, and then we got a bunch of listens for that episode because Jamie's friends from work listened, right? right. And Jamie's family listened, and that was cool. Um, I don't know if they've come back to any episode since because I, you know, you obviously can't see who's listening, but um, it was for that for that moment it was pretty cool and it's cool that her brother listens in you know in washington yeah. or yeah, uh, in yeah. idaho wherever yeah. they so yeah so, that's yeah. a good so that's like a, i said yeah uh, to to kind of get on to the the next part of this let's let's uh if you email 666-420 in the subject line to uh on, on the, the night, night i go, go back. back at gmail yep uh the first two people who don't know the first two people who do that who ben and higgins don't know We'll get six dollars and sixty six cents. And no, making up a fake email. I'll, yeah, I'll, we all, all know. All know. know. I know my friend's writing styles. PJ Palomalu. Yeah, PJ Palomalu. I know it's you. I know it's you. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, big offer. Big offer cool. from a from a good recurring guest. Thank you. Yep. Want to talk about what we've been watching? Let's. Well, let's do a quick. Oh, let's geez, do a quick. Just, Roger. Yeah, Smoke Roger. Come on. Come on. Okay. Come on there, quick guy. Talk about getting comfortable. This is a podcast about um, friends catching yeah. up with friends, and we like to do a quick around the horn to talk about general things and how things have been going. Um, I will start because I oh, actually have big news. I have big news actually. Um, I've been wanting. I've been waiting to tell people until I can in person. So I'll tell the two of you right now. No way. Jamie and I. No way. Are. It's not going to be that. Moving to Washington. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Yes, that's correct. No. I, uh, right. I've been working with my company to go fully remote, and this was the right time to do it, and they have given me the go-ahead. So at the end of our lease in June, in July, we are going to go. We're going to drive and give it a shot out on the West Coast, Washington State, Idaho, right in the line there. Right, which July, is like in like a month from now? Two months. Two months from today is, is, our, is our moving day. Wow. Jesus we'll have to make Christ. sure, uh, you know, since, since uh, Katie and I are going to have a car now, we'll have to make sure we swing on up and hang out in the backyard. Yeah. Say, we're going to try to do some, some socially D some social D chilling as much so as we can. How's this going to affect us? It won't affect us because we have transitioned so organically to zoom podcasting. It's actually one of the, like Jamie was like, let's move. I want to be closer to my family. And I was like, I refuse to do that until <laughs> I know for sure that I'm going to be able to keep doing this podcast with Higgins because we need to think about how our actions affect those around us. So, well, it's going to be a three hour time difference now. So, Oh yeah. Well, you're right. Since, since the day is only four hours long, it's going to be really difficult <laughs> for us to find a, a time I, in there. that matches I can't, up. I'm not doing 11 PM podcast. So. I will adapt. We can do, we yeah. can do a uh, uh, five Eastern to Pacific. Pacific and I'll just do a nice afternoon. And it'll be nice. I so, don't like this. This is not good. I'm not happy for you. So I listen. I mean, think don't about expect, how don't expect me to be happy. Think I'm about how 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 great it's been. We've been doing the the zooms on the weekend, even though Higgins, you don't really take that very seriously. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> With your multiple groups, huge groups of friends. I can't um, do what I'm doing my best. And you know, playing games. And Roger, you saw the stream yesterday. Extremely effective way of of, yeah. of hanging out um so you know it's it's we're gonna be just as just as communicative with each other as we were before and jamie and i are gonna have boston salaries out in in washington state we're gonna live like fucking royalty 
does Jamie know that she'll be able to do that? Did her company give her the okay? Uh, not formally. Like, I'm not going to get into got... okay. Yeah, I'm not going to too much detail on that. But uh, but but <laughs> but at least for a while, we're going to be we're going to be we're going to have the the situation right to really like settle down and 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 do okay. our shit out there. So in a way that we couldn't hear, you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No. We I mean, I know you earlier. guys. You guys were talking about that uh, before the wedding. In the long term plan. Yeah. So it's been the long term plan. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's cool. I'm glad you've. Uh, Thank you. No, nope. that's a big, I mean, it's a big decision to make. And obviously the most important part is deciding and doing it. So, yeah. And just some, at some point you like with every life decision, at some point you just need to, you just need to go for it or you need to get drunk one night and just ha- make it like force it to happen to you. You know, are you thinking Spokane or somewhere a little, a little bit further East closer to Idaho? Um, uh, I don't know. We've gone back and forth. I think we're going to go out there. We're going to rent for a bit while we're looking for a house and, kind of decide where i mean i want property i want woods like i want a foresty situation so to speak um so we'll take some time to look out there and rent while we while we're doing our thing well jamie has lots of family and friends out there good support system so it's going to be something i mean i've never lived longer than than two hours away from my parents before so it's definitely yeah. going to be a, you told uh, them yet i assume you yeah, told yeah, them yeah 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 no i told them i told them uh pretty much right away um, and they is your mom still crying or no she, no they're good uh, they're they're i mean they get it you know i've been doing zoom things with them like we did zoom lunch today and i mean, I mean i'm seeing them you know and, and showing i mean a lot of this was just like for me being ready like showing that we could i could still keep in touch with friends and family over zoom which coronavirus has like essentially forced me to do right forced all right. of us to do so, so coronavirus is forcing this move fuck honestly i i, I could recount the the like even my work said like six months ago, we would not have had the same attitude about working from home and we probably wouldn't have like worked with you on doing this. So like, it's, you know, when I think back to this, like I'll point to coronavirus and be like that, like the fucking enabled me to do this. So uh, whatever. Now uh, we, yeah, now yeah, we, yeah. Now let's let's cool it for a sec here. Let's not uh, get coronavirus. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying like, I'm, I'm, I'm steeped in privilege, like a poached pear. So <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> um so yeah so that's so that's what's been going on with with uh with me and i was excited to tell you guys in this forum and then anyone else who's listening so i told a few people like i told adam and pj yesterday because we were on discord and then i told pari a few days ago because jamie went out there to drop off cookies contactless but uh everyone else is going to find out tonight at the you know at hanging so um yeah so that's that so we're, we're doing go. it. two Congrats. months get your get your kicks in now higgins i don't like this one bit yeah. Well, we'll we'll still we'll still hang. No, we won't. We won't. Okay. You heard it here first. Folks. Yeah, we won't. We <laughs> this, won't. Is it's okay. this is the beginning of the end. Yep. The writing was on the wall. Yeah. Now now it's it's there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All well, right. Well, table. What have you been watching? I'm sure we'll talk more about. It. I don't know what have you guys been up to. We'll do a little <laughs> more around. That. I mean, it's not just me here that's that's doing stuff, right? You're slinging box, right? Could have fooled me. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still slinging box. Beautiful. Uh, uh today i did some yard work around the the old the old domicile the old house of ruski uh, yeah power wash my deck power Ooh. wash the um see you want to begrudge me the same the same joys that you're describing right now oh yeah it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> um i accidentally i accidentally sprayed emily with gasoline it was it was an awful it was like really really bad <laughs> like in um, zoolander like in zoolander yeah not yeah. that so like i asked her to like hold the the, the funnel so i could pour gas into the into the power washer and when i clicked the gas can like a like a like a, it sprayed out a little bit 
and it got like literally on on her like in her eye that's typically uh that's a one-man job right (laughs) yeah i shouldn't have i should i could have just done all that (laughs) but i was just being lazy and she was out there and i was like make yourself useful woman eh?" and uh, jesus what was she doing out there she was like just helping you know do stuff with the yard and then i blinded her with gasoline so blinded her with gasoline (laughs) so 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 she's uh, dead. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I got that. I got that. Yeah, going. rip, rip, rip. Uh, okay. Gone, but not forgotten. So, but yeah, cool. that was my that was my day. It took about a couple, you know, four hours to do all that. Uh, Raj, how are things at the old in-laws? Uh, they're going well. It sounds like my nephews might be outside. I heard. Um, I heard that. I don't know if it was my house or yours, but I heard some some kitty. Oh, we got kids. Yeah, I don't know. I think that they're. I know that they're. Um, so it's uh my wife's grandmother's birthday this weekend. I trust that she will not listen to this podcast so I can talk about the plans for the surprise parking lot birthday party for her. Um, So my, I I call them my nephews. They're technically my wife's cousin's kids, but you know, that's close families. Um, They came down uh, to stay at their parents' house, which is down the street. So I think that they might be stopping by and playing in the backyard, but Cool. I'm gonna say hi to him cool. after the call. That's fun. Um, that's fun. So that's so that's what that's what we've got going on. I've been I've been for ten weeks now. I've been living at my in laws' place in uh, semi rural Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's been you know I've been uh, working remotely. I still still been working every day. Uh, it's pretty much been very normal. I haven't really gone out much. I haven't really gone places aside from going for runs i recently found a path behind the house where i can run about two and a half miles without ever seeing anyone that's completely in the woods and it's i don't know what it is it's like um i think it's publicly owned land it's where the um water supply area is but there's paths around it so i assume Hmm. it's for walking that's literally the exact same thing that's around my house too we have a walking path that walks that goes around the water supply for the for the town yeah, that's so, nice. And I, I've run on it a bunch of times in the past month and no one's ever there. So it's, it's this extra like, you know, having to look at a screen and like interact with people through screens. And then like, um, I love my in-laws. I love my family. But it, I've been seeing the same four people every day. Yeah, so like, like three months in a row. It's nice to then go one step back and then see no one for like yeah. an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what those are. It's very... Um, meditative for yeah. me which has been no, good. that's nice that's what you need you need time you need a little time to yourself and a little time for reflection so that's good that's very good very very good so uh it seems like we're all doing well in this amidst this this pandemic um mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about what we have been watching right Whoa. love to watch love to talk about what we watch let's do that uh as far as what i've been watching i have an extremely special announcement no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) his tv (laughs) is also moving (laughs) it's true it's true it is coming with us um (laughs) uh higgins what have you what have you been watching um well uh upon your advice um we started watching the sopranos so did a rewatch of the sopranos oh gabagool how um gabagool how far Um, are you in we are five episodes we just finished um college okay the episode where he takes meadow to visit schools and then ends up killing that guy it's a that great was a episode great it was episode. the one that like i told emily was like this is the one that's gonna like turn your because she i could tell she was not really into it and i forgot upon how like it's so slow the first two or three episodes like mm-hmm. there's really not a lot 
Um, and I, like, in the, so the first episode, um, you know, there, there's a scene where Tony and Christopher are driving and they know they find, they see a guy that owes them money right? and they chase him down in the car and hit him with the car. And then Tony gets out and beats him up a little bit. And the sound effects that they use when Tony punches him is like straight up, you know, 1960s like Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I looked over at Emily when that happened, and like I could visibly see her face be like, "This is this supposed to be the greatest show." On okay, television? listen. Okay, you know oh, what? I, you know what? Okay, hold on. I oh, hold on. Yeah. I need to say something about and that. It took a you while. Have- you have nothing to prove to Emily regarding <laughs> the Sopranos. If 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 Emily or anyone is watching the Sopranos and rolling their eyes, that's their fault, not the Sopranos. Well, uh, I, it's just funny to see that because like I don't remember. Like it's very dated in a lot of ways. That's um, a great scene. I mean, the sound effects aside, scene, like it's, it's a great. The sound scene. effects were like it was like boom, pow, pow, ping, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, ooh, even I was like, ooh, I forgot. Yeah, about that's this. fair. That's fair. I mean, that was what like two thousand. That uh, that no, it was like ninety eight or ninety nine. That college episode, we actually studied that in one of my screenwriting classes. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's yeah an that was like I just looked episode. it up to make sure that 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 how many seasons were there? There were five seasons, four seasons, I six, it was six. six seasons. Six and seasons. The sixth season is, is broken up into two parts. Yeah. Okay, so that means it probably ended either my senior year or when I graduated. So like I was yeah. in film school for like Sopranos fever, and I remember <laughs> I took a class on uh, writing episodic drama, and that was like. That that episode specifically was the like the episode we studied a yeah. lot that that semester. So it definitely it has up. gotten since you know that episode. Really, I remember. I remember even when I watched it first time, that episode was the one that kind of drew me in. Um, and that's it. it watch rewatching it now, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this this show still fucks. Um, both both of that. I mean that that scene that scene in the first episode is important because you see you see the violence that you've already seen on TV, but you see it in a, in a, like a, a realistic setting. Like it's at his job. Like this dude who owes Tony money. Yeah. It's like he's walking around the campus of his fucking office. And right. And he, cha- and he, he drives like on the grass. Yeah. And they're, like- <laughs> he, they're driving, they're driving and chasing. Him it's very slapstick. Car. Honestly, it is look- a little slapstick. It um, is. And then, and then that scene, the college episode, just that whole episode is, is you see, that's the first episode where you really, you really feel his, his struggle of balancing his family life and his and his right. his work right right because right. you you know he's there in a very like family oriented thing taking your taking your daughter to go visit the college mm-hmm. but he's there and work comes up and he has to fucking do it well he didn't right? have to do it but yeah he 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 chose to do it technically yeah okay well he could have let, let the regardless. guy live but he it was a personal vendetta more than anything yeah, um, yeah but yeah but i mean no, it's, still I that, it. it's still that balance so right so yeah so that's cool and then it's always it's always important to remember when you're watching that and i know you guys do talk about this that that show and specifically that season is from 21 years ago i know right i know and like I, I don't remember if they if it stays in the opening um, theme song the entire length of the show, but it is kind of cool and eerie to see the twin towers in the in the in the song. Oh, I didn't even notice but, that. Yeah, if you look in like if the uh, the opening song like one of the first images is Tony looking out like from the rearview mirror, you see the twin towers. Oh, I wonder. I'm if pretty they sure they changed the shot. I'm pretty sure they changed it. I, it was a it there was a big because Friends changed it changed their oh yeah intro shot too. Um, and it was all that same, that fall 2001 season. So it was yeah. probably season two or three. I guess that would have been. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Higgins, that's your homework. Watch out for that as you're watching more episodes of The Sopranos and see if and when it changes. Yeah. yeah make, sh- make sure you like make a note of it. Oh, I will. It's already, I've already started writing stuff down now. Great. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yep. 
Wow. But yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what we're doing. Watching, rewatching Sopranos. Um, I'm excited. I, like I said, the college episode really got me back into the, the game. Cause it like, I just forgot how slow it was. And I, I give myself a lot of credit as a, as what would have been what a, sophomore in high school or freshman in high school as to, to, to watch that show at that age be like okay that's pretty cool i'm gonna keep watching this like give myself a lot of credit being a, a 15 year old and did you have that. hbo when you were in, in high Bro, school i had what was called um i don't know if it's politically correct to say it now but it was called a black box um where you where we stole cable <laughs> and we had every we had every channel illegally we had pay-per-view we had all the movie channels um yeah my mom my mom's boyfriend at the time got it. It's like a little, literally just a little black box. You you put it in the back of the cable box and you get all your channels for free. Cause we I didn't see. even see Sopranos yeah. until my freshman year of college, which was 2001. And yeah. that was when, you know, some dude on my freshman floor had the DVDs and oh, really? he'd be, he'd be like, you'd get on aim and he'd be like, we're watching episode six. If you want to come over yeah, my, my senior year of high like school. Dork which is, I think, I think Roger, the same as your freshman year of college, right? Or about that. Yep. Um, it was one I of think, the first yeah. things, the first thing I ordered when we got the disc version of Netflix was Chappelle Show. The second thing was Sopranos. <laughs> and, nice. Which, you know, two twin pillars. Right. Um, seriously. I mean, you know, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're not And, um, you know, so that's, yeah. So I watched a lot of Sopranos and caught up. And then we started watching it. I didn't have HBO, but um, I would either watch it at college or, or, at Jeremy's house when we were back because mm-hmm. at HBO and that's where that's where you all watched or the two of us watched the finale you know so. that's true uh good okay Roger what have you been uh filling your filling your time with so um I'm trying to think about when I was on the show uh at the end of the year the things that have changed oh God, it was since so, then uh, literally everything <laughs> um, <laughs> uh well yeah aside from the world's condition I mean I mean uh my I'm, I'm trying to be egocentric here uh Ooh. So yeah, so I think uh, what we've been watching, I mean, I've been watching I've, a lot of wrestling content. Yeah. Um, it's just like, I, I, I want to say that I was talking about this a little bit on that episode back in December. I, it's, it's like a really good escapist thing. And then there's a really interesting thing happening right now, which is that both WWE, which I don't really watch, and AEW, which I, I do watch and follow, mm-hmm. are having to do a lot more of cinematic performances yeah which are really interesting because then what they're doing is instead of like a traditional ring setting uh wwe just did a really 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 funny show that was they did uh it was like a race from the bo- the, the lobby of the wwe offices to the roof uh, <laughs> for a Jeez. ladder match that was held on the roof oh, so it was, it was like a it was like a an action comedy it was like a like a jackie chan movie Hmm. And it's just these big beefy dum dums, <laughs> and like some of the characters are like really hilarious. Some of the characters are either over the top because they take it very much too seriously. And I feel like it's it's a funny thing to like that I've gotten so into wrestling at, at my late thirties. But um, it's like I said, it's just escapist. It's 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 a really interesting production story to understand like how they set up every episode, how they, how they have to film things weeks, months in advance, and then cobble back together. You're talking like, you talk about now, like, like pandemic specific. Well now, now they're having to do it even more. Now they're having to do even like, um, AEW has based, has, has did a whole like two months worth of content in three days where they of taping. And then they had to like go back and redo a lot of the, 
uh, commentary and overdubs to align to like story. That's how the, that's how it after. used to be really like back in the day. That's how it used to be. So, I mean, obviously with fans, so it was, it was a little, you know, you got more of a live feel for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's almost but, like a house show now is just an empty place. Right. And which is what, awkward. What's interesting is I'm, I'm getting, I, it, like I said, once again, so strange to, for this to be something I'm, I'm getting into, but I feel like it's just such a comfort because it's so escapist. Um, I've been reading a lot about it and I've been watching a lot of YouTube content about not just AEW, but the history of WWE and the history of wrestling in the 70s and 80s and 90s when it was almost more like an independent music scene than mm -hmm. a TV production scene. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's this really interesting thing that it has this like 70 years of history that, that you can either know it or you can't. And then it, when it really just boils down to, like I said, two big beefy dum-dums slapping each other. Yeah. And it's, it's fun and, and it's, it's action comedy. And as long as you know, as long as you're, you're hip to shut off the part of your brain that might complain about it, it's just big dumb fun. They did a really cool thing, um, AEW for their pay-per-view. I, I bought a wrestling pay-per-view. It was the first time in my entire life <laughs> I bought a wrestling pay-per-view. And uh, the final event of that was this 40 minute long cinematic fight where it was a five on five fight between uh, some good guys and some bad guys. And it was in the stadium that the Jacksonville Jaguars play in. Hmm. And like, it was just like nonsense. It was just like, drowning people in pools and like <laughs> people doing flips up the whole field and like trying to run each other over with golf carts. It, 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 I, I understand. I see because I'm watching all these, these YouTube channels, some people are like, it's too stupid. They're taking it too over the top. And it's like, that's what it's about. This or just watch old shit. Well, so like, if you want to watch, if you want, what, what's, what's funny. And I don't want to talk about, I, I could literally come on your podcast. Roger, Roger I think now that Ben's leaving and this podcast is all but dead, Jesus I think Christ. you and I should start a wrestling podcast. And Holy I'm, cow. Talk, uh, talk about fabricated drama. A hundred percent serious yeah. about this. I would love to do like, like, I would love to do a podcast about this. Cause I am being replaced in real time. Ladies and gentlemen, you this would be called on the night. I body slam back. On the night I uh, working, working title, working title. Yeah, we'll um, figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, so, so just really, really quick. I just, so one of the things that I learned from one of the books that I read is that it used to be that a, like you would go to a wrestling show, right? In Match. 1960, 1960. Well, no, the show. But it was like a the entire, show. The entire, the entire billing. You would go and the top build match would be oh, yeah. Ric Flair fighting uh, Larry Zbysko for, I don't think I just said his name wrong, but. No, it's a bit right. But you're saying oh. there's like an opener, there's like a headliner. Would, yeah, but they would fight for were, 75 minutes. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is a lot. That is a long time. There's, that's there's, that's there's like the, you have to be an athlete. There's the term yeah. there's, there's a term called going going Broadway, which um, I think that refers to 60 minute matches where you go the full length of the 60 minutes. 75 minutes is a long ass time. I don't. I don't. I I feel like I can't even think of a match that went that long, but um i know what you're saying yeah they they would literally like you would go to a you would go to a, a match or you know a show and there'd be five matches but you're talking three hours that's going to take you because because yeah. the, the main event and the usually the, the 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 undercards they would go you know 10 15 minutes and then the main event would go 60 yeah yeah, yeah. and the, the current format now is usually a, a match won't go more than 20 minutes and even if it's billed as 20 minutes it usually goes 11 or 12 and that's i think that that's good for 
current TV because everyone's you know MTV right. The attention right. spans down. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I would. So uh, that's what I've been watching. That's almost the entirety of it. This. Yeah. The, the other. The other thing I've been watching, the, the other show, the only other show that I've kind of, uh, well, they're both on FX. What We Do in the Shadows, um, mm. I think is one of the funniest shows on TV. Just got renewed for a third season. Does that season. feel like the movie? Does it have the it same? It feels movie? similar to it. It's, it's, it's the same shoes and pants, but it's not the same shirt. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, and the pilot, like it, the pilot is very, very similar because there's like a couple similar gags that they just sort of touch on, but it's supposed to be um, a separate group of vampires living in Staten Island rather than living in New Zealand. Okay. Um, it's, it's really, really, really funny. Um, I've heard incredible things. Two it's like seasons, really... definitely worth watching. The other thing is, was Devs, which was, um, it's on, on FX. It was, I think, 10 episodes, uh, miniseries, quote unquote, which... We'll talk about this a little bit later on with our, our main topic, but uh, it's, an Alex, it's an yes. Alex Garland set, uh, thing, which he did uh, Ex Machina, uh, Annihilation. Ooh. He wrote Sunshine. So oh. his, his style is that minimalist, maximalist, uh, brutalist buildings in the middle of woods with people who are... Um, kind of lack control over their own lives. Mm -hmm. Does that, have you seen any of those other movies? I've uh, seen almost all those movies and I watched devs. Yeah. We actually talked about devs a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, um, so that's, a, that's a devs dead on. That's, so devs, devs is, is like the most, like the most Alex Garland thing I've ever seen yeah. almost to its detriment. I, I, I really like the show. I give it probably like an a minus the things that I would go on and on and complain about is really just the stuff that I would complain about, about, literally all those other movies right, too, right. Yeah. which is that i don't think i think that he goes too far past making people universal to a point where they're nobody yeah i think the best balance that he struck and i don't, I don't know I, I i haven't like i don't know a whole lot i've seen sunshine i've seen annihilation annihilation is one of my favorite modern sci-fi movies i think annihilation is is an incredible movie i think then like, well, now that you're describing it, it feels like he, he did a lot of the same kind of overemphasis of the, of those same, same things in annihilation that maybe went a little too far for devs because I, I just didn't, there was something about devs that I just really didn't sit well with me. I didn't, I don't know. It had all the elements of things that I like, but at the end of the day, I couldn't relate to any of the characters. I couldn't sympathize with any of the characters. Um, and just seeing the cool stuff like the, you know, the devs facility or whatever, um, or, you know, all the, them recreating all the old scene, old, old, you know, things that happened in the past. Um, it wasn't enough to, to, to outweigh just characters that I didn't like that didn't really develop and that, that weren't very interesting. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's the thing. I think he, he knows how to, he, he knows how to frame up an image. He knows how to, uh, find architecture that does storytelling for him. But I, it's, it's so strange. He treats, uh, he treats the people in his properties like uh, pieces of architecture and then expects us to impart humanity onto them. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. That's a, that's a kind of exactly how I feel. I can't, I couldn't see myself at all in, in any of those characters and being able to relate to characters, even if they're nothing like you and you can't, you can't share their experiences is extremely important. I didn't, I didn't like any of the characters in that show. 
We're talking about Alex Garland still, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was. He did twenty. Did he do twenty eight days later? No, that was Danny Boyle. So Danny Boyle directed Sunshine, but Alex yeah. Garland wrote. That's it. right. That's but, right. That's but right. But did did he have anything? I feel. I, why do I feel like I remember? He hearing... might. He might have been like. He. I think he's a British guy too. I They're don't, like don't a quote me on that. Yeah. He might yeah. be like buddies with Danny Boyle, so he could have been a either. Maybe he did the sequel. Um, yeah, maybe. maybe. Oh, 28 days. Wasn't twenty eight days later the sequel? No. I no, twenty eight uh, weeks, weeks later is the sequel. Oh, okay. The sequel. So the thing with twenty eight days later is. The first scene of 28 Days Later is the worst part of the movie. And then the first scene of 28 Weeks Later is the only good part of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so that's cool. So by the way, Devs is on, what did you watch it on? Hulu? Uh, I watched it on Hulu, but it is on FX. All the, all the FX shows go straight up to Hulu now. That's right. That's, oh yeah. We talked about that in our Hulu episode. They have all the good FX shows on there. Um, almost worth the price of admission in and of itself. Um, cool. Okay. For me really quickly, there's some fun stuff I've been watching, but something I'm watching, I'm actually keeping a secret Higgins so that, uh, Oh God, another secret. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to build, we're going to, we're going to build a little bit of mystery and, um, suspense here on, on the night I go back. I'm watching something secret and it's leading to something big that's going to happen here on this podcast. So are you watching all the prequels? Oh no. Although my dad recently went through and watched all the star Wars movies in a row, which he hasn't done in a while. And he was like, prequels are actually pretty good. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Yes. I love the prequels. So whatever. Well, that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, really quickly for me, Higgins, did you see my snap about what I started watching this week? Because you never I replied. I did. I didn't. So I can't, I don't reply to snaps. So I can never tell what's personal and what's for a group. So I don't reply. If you're going to talk to me, don't do it during snap because I don't know how, I'm not sure who, what's, what's the what. difference. What's the difference? Uh, well, you're going to reply. You're going to reply to someone and they're going to receive your reply to the content they sent. What's right. the difference? They send it to just you or, or to Because I feel people. like if you're, I'm not going to reply to it because I feel like, I don't know. That's crazy. Like, that's, that's no, it's insane. not crazy. It's yeah, not crazy. It You're crazy yes, for, for sending me a snap. Just text it to me next time. Um, I'm not going to text it to you. I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm, so I'm just so bitter that you're moving. I don't actually know. <laughs> you're taking <laughs> it out on me right now. And it's, you know, I, I understand. I feel, I feel the same way. Uh, right. Okay. So I did so you don't it, know, yeah. or you do know. So what did I start watching this week? I got to look back. Oh, King of Queens. Yes. I started watching King of Queens. Jeez. Jamie thinks I'm going to really like it. Oh, I think it's important. It's important to watch since since you like it so much. I'm about halfway into the first season, and it's it's good for a sitcom. Is oh, what great, yeah. But a, it, first season, right? First I mean, season, has, first season's tough because like any first season, it, it it. I I don't like how they it's it's him and his wife against each other in every episode. Oh, bro, bro, I, I don't bro, like that, bro, dude. That's not what I'm into. Bro, that is not a healthy. Uh, that's not like a healthy marriage okay, to watch. Well, it's not pleasant you have to about watch. Nine years and 200 episodes remaining of that dynamic. So yeah, see, I don't like that. I like it better when it's him and Jerry Stiller facing off against each other. That is you a also, yeah, that, that power is, team. I said this when Jerry Stiller passed that while Frank Costanza is a monumental character. I know what you said. Arthur Spooner take. is just, I mean, he's so good. And he has, I think it's more because of his opportunity. I think Frank Costanza stole every scene because he was only in what? 10. How many episodes? Oh, oh yeah. No, that's not a bad take. That's and I feel bad. like without, without the Spooner, because he's in so much more, maybe it doesn't, it doesn't come off. But I feel like he does some really, really good work in that show. He definitely yeah, I think is. that's a really good point is that he, I mean, he was a, not just a series regular. He was a, he was the third build. Right. Character. Right. Exactly. Yep. And yep. I don't know if that was the intent. I think like he might've just been, maybe they thought it was going to be something else. And he, well, who else that, that show has like no characters. Who else was going to be the, who else was going to be know, like, like, the, like, like you'll see as, as you'll go on, like Pat Oswalt becomes it's not Pat Oswalt. Who's fucking insufferable. I do not like Patton Oswalt. It's just because he's oversaturated. Yeah, I don't like him in anything. It's because he's oversaturated. That's he's probably everywhere. it. That's probably it. It was the same thing with um uh uh the the actress who played who she was originally in um uh Flight of the Concords and that's that she got fucking huge. Kristen uh, Shaw. Kristen Shaw, yeah. 
She's the same she, way. She's, you think she's, she's oversaturated? So really? Yes. What? Are you kidding me? I feel me? like besides, I feel like when besides she was Rock, Last Man Standing, he's not in, she's not, she hasn't done anything. She's but in a million different Last Man Standing, Bob's Burgers, she was in 30 Rock. She's in a, she's been in a million different things. Well, see, the problem with Christian Shaw is, I guess, maybe the same problem with Patton Oswalt, which is when they're in comedy, they only have one character. Yes. Yep. Exactly. That's exactly and I right, love Pat and Oswald. I think his stand-up is better than his acting. Okay. Yeah. Um, Pat and Oswald, who I, I like him as a person, like his Twitter presence and whatever, better than I like him as a as a comedian and actor, which is pretty much opposite. So how I feel funny, about funny, quick, people. quick story, quick funny story. Yeah. Then we'll get into our uh, our yes. meet here. Yeah. Um, uh, we got um, front row tickets to see Pat and Oswald uh, when he this was a couple of years ago, maybe like five years ago when he was at the Wilbur theater and stupidly I said, okay, let's do the late show because you know, that gives us more time to like go get in the city. We can get dinner, blah, 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 blah. Um, it was just me and Emily. Um, mm -hmm. And what, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this about Emily, but she's, if she's awake past eight o'clock, it's a fucking miracle. Um, so it's a nine forty five start for the show and there's an opening act and you know, all that stuff. So Patton doesn't get on until maybe ten thirty maybe a little earlier, 10, 15. Um, within, I'm going to say, five minutes of his act, Emily is asleep. In the, in like, <laughs> no, not, not drunk, not like anything. She was just tired as shit, and she was asleep in the front. And I had to keep on nudging her and waking her up because I'm like, look, I'm not doing this because I'm like embarrassed by you or anything like that. But no, like, you're going to get into a deep sleep. He's going to roast right. yeah, if you get, if, you get if you get called out by a comedian for sleeping, like we're done. We have to leave because we'll never hear the end of it. Like that's actually kind of awesome. Yeah. So um, that so she I literally had to like nudge her like maybe 15 times throughout the hour long set to get her to like I mean, like snap back into it. Well, the, the thing world. with those big shows though, when when someone like Patton Oswalt tours, he'll he'll only do. 10 shows across the country and he's recording every single one of them because he's right. doing he's doing the same routine every night yeah. and the plan is that he's going to release that as a as an album at some point or, so, or an album or a special or something and yeah. the worst case scenario is emily asleep in the front fucking room. emily asleep <laughs> and making fun of her yeah. and then that, that getting on immortalized the album, yeah and then everyone who was at that wilbur show always remembering yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's Luckily, fair. we would like we were in the front row, but I don't, have you guys been to the Wilbur anytime recent, anytime soon? No, the front mm -hmm. row is all tables. Yeah. Oh no, I don't remember that. So the front row, you're like you're you're sitting at the tables with other people, um, and you're just you're paying for the seat. Um, luckily, we weren't like directly in his eyesight. We were like front row, but like off to the side enough to where like the light didn't hit us because mm -hmm. like the light goes kind of like right over the middle and and onto the com the comic, so you can probably see the first like two or three rows in the middle. Luckily, we were to the side, and I don't think. He didn't catch her any times, which was good because I I don't I probably would have to leave her there. I probably would have to walk out. And <laughs> That's it. So, it's just me and yeah. you, Riley. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, good. Pre this is pre Riley. Okay, uh, right, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, good. All right, good stuff. Good around the horn. Good what you've been watching. Before we move on, there's actually one more thing that I didn't get to mention when we talked about uh, what we've been watching. Um, Jamie and I watched something very special today, and oh. that was the SpaceX launch. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, so I. I mean, I, I'm going to, I don't want to be, a, I don't want to sound like an Elon Musk defender, but a lot of people were making fun of the fact that a rocket, a SpaceX rocket blew up yesterday. Um, that was on purpose, probably. <laughs> like, I know that sounds, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. I'm, I, I would almost imagine that was on purpose. I bet what they do with those launches in Texas is like, supercharge this or supercharge that and like pressure test things because like a rocket exploding is probably the purest way to get failure data yeah 
Yeah. No, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure they do all sorts of crazy stuff like that, that we don't like that the public misunderstands or miscomprehends or whatever, but you know, watching this today. uh, So, okay. So I'm, I'm entering into a love affair with cable. Uh, For those of you following my transition, uh, uh, I, when we started this podcast just a, just a few lonely months ago, or what, six lonely months ago, um, I did not have cable. Now we do have access to cable, and I've been watching it a lot. I've been watching so much fucking stuff on cable, and it's awesome. So Higgins, you know what? Props to you. You were right about that. Um, one of the, so, so this was on Discovery Channel, and sitting here with Jamie, we were, we were just kind of like channel surfing, and we saw the pregame or whatever for it, the, the, yeah. the preamble, and um, we Pre-game's were like, right. oh, yeah, we were free gaming and um, we were like, oh, we should watch this. You know, this is kind of cool. And we're here and it's happening live. Like, let's watch it. We sat there and when it happened um, and they were, you know, they, they spent all the pregame showing explosions and everything that could go wrong and talking about everything. And so when it happened, it was actually pretty um, nerve wracking. It made us mm-hmm. very anxious to watch because something could go wrong. And, and, and it actually like, if you think back to like the most famous TV historical events like seeing the 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 moon the the launch the rocket launch in 1969 and everyone sitting around there you know nice. their their tvs with their with their families and you know this is like our parents were, were kids or teenagers um it, it was reminiscent of that which is really cool and that's something you can only really i mean you can experience that that now with live streaming but like that was brought to me via via cable and i thought that that was like the closest that i've gotten to like appointment television in a, in a very very long time and it was almost by accident it was a cool feeling i gotta say yeah, we watched um, a few, I guess it was a couple of years ago now at work. There was, uh, it wasn't the first SpaceX launch, but it was the first time that they uh, launched one. It was when they launched the one with the Tesla on it. Mm-hmm. And then it did, uh, it did an orbit and then the parts came back, came back and yeah, landed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that's wrong. I, I, I don't really care. No, I think that's right. If Mittal is, if Mittal is listening and he wants to correct me, I don't care. Don't worry. He doesn't, he doesn't listen. Good. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so that's, you know, I, that was really cool. We watched that whole thing like while we were working in our office on like, uh, we had a big screen. It's so cool. Was, it's cool. I, yeah. I've always loved space. That's the thing. Like I said, I don't want to sound like an Elon Musk defender because I think he as a person is probably pretty wretched. But like, if he's going to be, if, if, if the only way that America is going to continue progressing in space is by working with him, then so be it. Yeah, like, definitely. You kidding me? Uh, yeah, I don't, you know. Let's at do a certain it. point let's just do it let's let's yeah. let's all go yeah i'm down yeah you the three of us would make a, a real fucking trio of astronauts yeah um, astronauts <laughs> hey astronauts <laughs> oh my uh, turn um astronauts Ooh, Ooh, i like that like n-o-t mm. wow well we all three of us had good ones there there was a there was a there was three dingers we're smart guys <laughs> okay so good so i'm glad we got to talk about that um we're gathered here today to discuss the changing uh, world around us. Okay, now, we get you know it. You're moving. Stop bringing this up, please. And we just uh, need to be okay with change. And when those close to us change, we need uh, to be okay with it. Just like when, you know, you, when, when you change and you might have, like a kid, for example, uh, your friends become very okay with it, right? It's kind of, you know, similar. So. <laughs> Wait, so. Okay. Oh, I'm just talking about uh, hypotheticals. Hypotheticals. No, 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 no I'm not talking about. I don't want to derail you from this, from this, from this train. Whatever you, you know, whatever you want to call what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so you're not going to do really? No, you don't want to derail me. You're keep not going, going to. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. 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 You've earned um, it. Things are changing, right? And, uh, you know, t- the media, TV, movies, music industry, whatever is not immune to that. Um, we're just about at the time where we have to start thinking about what's going to happen to 
TV in the fall, right? Network TV, broadcast TV. And this is something that, that Roger, I know you know a lot about and have thought a lot about as far as what the face of TV looks like. And, and that's what we wanted to have you on to talk about. So, um, you yeah, know, what do you- so, you know, clearly let's, let's, let's start with one statement, which is this is far from the most important thing going on in the world right now. And then the second <laughs> yes. thing is, um, I work in advertising, not directly in TV. So like there might be some stuff that I believe that is fundamentally wrong. I kind of doubt someone who's more knowledgeable in TV is not going to be listening to this. But if someone does, I don't give a fuck if I say something wrong. Let's be honest. Uh, well, oh. so, what I, so hold on. So I liked a lot of that statement, but you did come very like hard. You came very hard on our audience who are beautiful TV geniuses. I'll have Gross. you know. All right. All right. That's <laughs> come on our audience. Uh, so, um, okay. Yeah, and you can bleep out that F word if you really want. <laughs> um, I didn't appreciate it at all. So, the, so basically the, the long and short of it is um, right now is when uh, typically the networks would be announcing their fall schedules mm-hmm. uh, or their uh, next year's schedules, as it were. Uh, what they usually do is something called upfronts. So what the upfronts typically are is... It's uh, like upfront. <laughs> yes, it's a little bit of updog. Um, so the long and short of it is they, uh, it, it, they're presentations that networks hold for advertisers to announce what the next year's schedule is so advertisers can buy time against it. Oh, cool. So for instance... Um, Usually, is it like a big thing? Is it like a big like event, or is it does it happen like as meetings, as like one-off meetings, as if you were meeting with like? So that's what's really interesting. Yeah. So usually, what it is is a big event where like um, you know there's the the companies that do TV for the most part are NBC Universal, uh, which is NBC Telemundo, Sci-Fi, uh, oh. a few other channels, um, Viacom, CBS, which is obviously CBS. Uh, VH1, MTV, a lot of those sort of cable channels. Um, Xander, which is AT&T and Warner Brothers together, um, which is uh, HBO, Warner Brothers, any, any Warner Brothers channels. And then there's Turner, uh, okay. which is you know, TNT, TBS, right, uh, right. Spike, uh, which is now Paramount, Paramount Network. Uh, so those, those companies typically would hold, oh, I guess CW is part of Warner. So, but so that's still com- a, is that still a thing? So CW, CW does, yeah. yeah, CW is going to come up in this conversation for what it's worth. But CW is having a bit of a resurgence, right? Between exactly. like between like DC oh, shows. They have, and, they have Riverdale, they have, right? They Riverdale. They have, they have the yeah. DC shows. They're yeah. they're a hot um, teen like teen and young adult property right now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so usually, what it would be is <laughs> let's say NBC Universal is going to have one of these. They would have an event, and usually, like Jimmy Fallon would host it, and it would be oh, at cool. a place kind of like. Have you ever watched an Apple keynote? Yeah. Yep. One so more thing. What, similar to a, an Apple keynote, Jimmy Fallon comes out and he goes uh, to an audience of people from advertising industries, from media buying companies, from all sorts of things, and it would also usually be live streamed for people at home. Oh, cool. Um, and the event would be Jimmy Fallon comes out and he goes, uh, the president of NBC Universal is going to come out and we're going to talk about the exciting fall season. Here are some shows. And then there'd be like a montage of like, da, 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 da. and there'll be like new shows starting for 2020. It's going to be, uh, you know, this guy starring in a this and this guy starring in a this and that sort of stuff. Huh. And then sometimes maybe if it's like, 
let's say they're doing something, they're bringing back MacGyver with Richard Dean Anderson. That's, do you know that? I mean, let's, is that let's really happening? Me. Do you know no, something? They, they, oh, they yeah. brought back MacGyver, right? They but brought back not... MacGyver with someone yeah. else. But let's yeah. imagine that's what it is. Yeah. So then they would have Richard Dean Anderson come out on like a motorcycle. Okay, and like, okay, cool. So that's, that's the upfronts. It's a big thing. Wow. And it's, like, it's, it's, like, a, it's like E3 for video games, essentially, well, but it's not like to the consumer, it's to the industry. Yeah, and these usually happen at least once a year. Um, some, some companies do it twice a year if they do, uh, if they don't plan their full years out in advance, the 20, you know, it goes over this fall, fall, winter, spring. That's so um, interesting. I had no idea this was a thing, by the way. Like, and I, you know, Higgins, did you, did you know anything about this? I never knew. I knew, about this. I, I knew what the upfronts were like in a very broad sense. I didn't know that this, so cool. that all of this happened. Yeah, it's so cool. And yeah, so the, the end result is they're trying to pitch We've got programs that are going to be very popular with this demographic on Saturdays, with this demographic on Sundays, with this demographic on the Wednesday block, which is going to, you know, if they're announcing, like if ABC announces a new block of, um, what's the name Remember, of the woman like, who does Scandal? Uh, her, ooh, uh, what is her name? I'm not blanking on her name. I feel terrible. Oh, Rhonda, uh, Rhonda Shimes? Uh, Gronda, Shonda, Shonda, Shonda Rhimes. Rhonda Shimes. Rhimes. Now this fall, Mandel with Shonda Rhimes. Rhonda Shimes. Oh, so for instance, they would say, Idiot. we're doing a new block of Shonda Rhimes shows. This is made up, obviously. Don't, yep. this isn't a quote. On Tuesday nights from eight to 10. So then basically if an advertiser, let's say like someone is in that demographic, that, that Shonda Rhimes demographic, which is probably like, 25 to 40 year old women they would be like oh shit we need to buy up as much of that ad inventory as we can and how does that happen how does the actual is it that, that happens in meetings later just like traditionally right exactly and and you know preferred advertisers get first dibs on, on right but you're essentially spots. like going there and like you're 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 pitching right i mean you're saying exactly yeah, so okay. so because of, because of <laughs> Because of COVID-19, because obviously uh, they can't hold large-scale events and they shouldn't, and I'm glad they're not, yep. um, they've been doing a lot of the, the networks and a lot of the companies have instead of been doing network-by-network uh, network ones, they've just been doing big bulk ones where that have either been um, kind of those, uh, I imagine Higgins has watched this, the, the Disney sing-along things, yep. where they're kind of just a mashed-together thing with a host. Um, you know, a bunch of different performances all put together. So it's, mm -hmm. they're, they're basically streaming those. Um, what's really interesting is CBS put theirs on CBS All Access, which is really funny. Because oh. that means that advertisers had to, had to pay to go to, to watch it. Oh. <laughs> um, and a lot of them and... probably just pirated it. <laughs> yeah, they just, they, they signed up for the free, they signed up for the one free week, watched all of Picard, and then watched uh, watch the upfronts and canceled. Yeah, yeah. Or they borrowed their great grandma's CBS All Access account. <laughs> yeah. Shout <laughs> take out. That, take that CBS All Access. <laughs> this is a new podcast beef. All right, go on. So as, as a result, you know, they, they've been announcing um, schedules for the fall. But the issue, obviously, with that is, like, right now, I have up uh, the, uh, the official list of, like, Fox's TV schedule for 2020, what they've announced. Okay. Um, uh, Mondays, at 8, Mondays at 8 p.m. They've announced that there's going to be a show called LA's Finest. I don't necessarily know anything about it. I imagine it's a cop show. It says network television debuts season one. So either that show is already filmed because there's no chance anything, there's going to be major production over the summer. Sure. Or uh, that's going to get pushed. And um, be because I think what's going to happen is 
there is a little bit of precedent for this. Uh, in 2008 was the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what happened with the writer's strike was... Fucking ruined Friday Night Lights. <laughs> is, that when they, is that when they changed... Uh... No, it was... Friday Night Lights came off its very successful first season, which was, I think, regular, like, 20 episodes first season. The writer's strike did nothing but make TV better. Uh, well, the, then this Friday Night Lights only had, like, a seven-episode second season because of the writer's strike, and it just wasn't the same after that. Actually, this is a cool... Roger, we should have you back and do a writer's strike episode because that's a really fascinating piece of modern yeah. TV history. So what's interesting I'll get into the, character and not be here. What's interesting about the writer's strike is... <laughs> I, I made one note from my research I did earlier, which was um, the writer's strike was when a lot of reality TV started because... Um, obviously certain kinds of scripted of unscripted reality doesn't need a writer yeah so so then they didn't they they were skirting wga roles and then the other thing that happened was cbs aired an edited version of the first season of dexter oh i remember that oh that's so weird they aired it as a tv 14 rated like crime drama that's bizarre i do not remember that i remember that you didn't have you didn't have cable that's why yeah yeah so i think so this is this is kind of where the discussion is going to come in because i i don't really from this research i found that because there's a few things at play one is a lot of uh the big fours programming is built around sports Mm, which mm -hmm. We can either get into this now, or we can is sports just sort of gloss over in the, Is sports included in the upfronts weekend, or is that typically yeah, it's okay. included okay. in in like um, especially if uh, let's say Fox uh, NFL gets. Let's imagine Tom Brady had actually retired, like he should have. Um, Whoa! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But let's imagine let's imagine they got Tom Brady as the head commentator for the Sunday night or Sunday afternoon game, right? They'd be in a better position to get better. They would bring him, they would bring him yeah. to the upfronts and say, oh, okay. who's the new that's star so cool. of our NFL show. Oh, so, man, that's so, so cool. You have to think of like <laughs> everything that ends up on TV still gets treated like it's a show. And I mean, that's without getting too political. That's kind of the problem with the guy who's in the white house is he thinks it's a TV show every time he goes on TV. Right. And just the more engage- ratings that you get, the better. Exactly. Yep. So, you know, it, you have to remember that, like, every aspect of going back to wrestling, you know, wrestling is literally just a TV show production, even though they try to present it like it's sports. Um, and then NFL wow. is actually sports, but it's still a TV show production. How do you have beef on that? That's, a, that's an extremely accurate description of what wrestling is. Wrestling is cool because it is a, it is a marriage of entertainment and sports. So Come what's... On. One thing that was interesting, so I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to discuss this with you. Uh, Who? So I think that... Me. <laughs> I think that what's going to end up happening is a lot of programming that was intended to be put onto CBS All Access or NBC Peacock or HBO Max or... Oh, uh, I see where you're going with this. ...is going to end up running on TV. Wow. Wow, that's so interesting. Mm. We are we were at this precipice of of all of these these uh, uh, network streaming services coming out and having dedicated contents to to attract people to those services. And now, because of of COVID, they're going to have to pivot that whole strategy just to save mm-hmm. 
the network, the, 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 the network broadcast itself. I mean, that's so interesting. Exactly. That's so, so I interesting. Think, I think that what's going to happen because they have that inventory of programming that they've already bought. They produced it. It's probably been f- edited for, for upload mm-hmm. yeah. that they're just going to have to re-edit for episodic TV with commercials. And that's going to end up being what gets slotted into the calendar uh, along with, like I said, things that either had finished filming by, you know, what, April 1st, I mm-hmm. guess is probably the end because that was when Georgia shut down. And then, right. you know, that's probably about a third of film, film yeah, and TV yep. production happens in Georgia now. Um, so I think that there's gonna be a lot of that. I also think, and this is what I'm really excited about. This is what I was hinting at with the, what I said about devs. Um, and this wasn't what devs was, but I think that what we're going to end up with are a lot more short run series mm. because they're going to be, there's, they're going to be series that maybe either they only produced an episode or three of that. They only um, like that they started producing and maybe had to stop because of COVID. And then they're just going to kind of edit an ending onto it and call it a mm-hmm. miniseries. This is, this is prediction. This is me. No, totally. Totally. Since, since what I just said about the platforms, this has all been prediction. This isn't, this isn't me like, no, but it makes sense. You're cutting your losses, right? I mean, you're saying we have this much of this thing made, like, let's just fuck it. We need, and we need something to air so that we can get advertisers to continue to pay us so we can continue to exist. Exactly. So I think you're going to end up with like these things that are like strange cop shows starring, Vincent oh, D'Onofrio. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, you're, that's a good That's most a good Most deaf and Vincent D'Onofrio. Most, that, it, most deaf and Vincent D'Onofrio buddy show. comedy cop show oh, that they only shot four God. episodes of. And they're going to put it on Fox and they're going to call it a four-week event. Oh, and Vincent yes. Vincent is married to most deaf's sister. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. No, this who is one of the, who is one of the, one of the Maori twins. No, this show, this, I think this is good. I mean, I think TV so was almost. Is, would, you, would you see them doing something like similar where they could bring back shows that were, say, say they ordered, you know, 15 episodes of a certain show and they got, oh, can, got canceled and they, they didn't, instead of, instead of finishing out the season, they just canceled and, and stopped airing them. Could you see them bringing back shows that they'd canceled? And I could see that. On? I could definitely see that happening. Just calling those six episodes, the new season. Yeah. Um, look at what they did with. Uh, did you guys watch Sunnyside on NBC? Yep. No. I I thought it was really funny. I what was, was that? I, I, it it rings was a bell. Cal Penn was the only name star. He was a doctor, right? Mm. He was no. It, he was a. He was a. Uh, what's it called? Uh, he was a politician. He was a. Oh, he, was yes, a city, okay. he was a city councilor that lost his, that lost his job because. Seen- he got he got drunk and was was caught on video video being insane, and uh, they only did like eleven episodes of it. I feel like that show they probably never really intended to even give a second season to. But then what they did, and this sucks shit. They uh, they only aired like they had aired like six episodes of it, and then they uh, they put the other six episodes on only on Hulu. So that was really annoying because I was like, because oh. I liked it. And what they did was they put, they put out Will and Grace um, half a season early, which was weird because it's like, well, if you've already filmed Will and Grace, then just wait. Like right. Right, if, there's right, right. No, if there's no timeliness to this, and even if Will and Grace gets marginally better ratings, like 
why not just let Sunnyside run out its run and then end? Like, I don't know. It just seemed very, but like to your point, what I think would happen now in that same situation, had they not put it on Hulu, they probably would just put those other five episodes on uh, starting September 21st and be like, Hey, it's the new season of Sunnyside and kind of hope that people do. I was listening to a podcast and I, and forgive me, you both, you, uh, you woke people. I think it was the Joe Rogan podcast that had, um, Dan Aykroyd. had Dan Aykroyd on it. And, uh, he was mentioned, this was a while ago. It was probably like six months ago. And he was mentioning that he had a, sh- a show on sci-fi that they shot about 15 episodes for, but they never aired. Um, it was about UFOs. Go figure with Dan Aykroyd. Sounds um, awesome. And it was kind of like he hosted it and it was like, you know, these unexplained stories of UFO sightings and UFO blah, blah, blah. And Dan Aykroyd being the, the conspiracy theorist he is thinks that they, he pulled, they pulled the plug because he, he was, was so getting, close to the truth. He was on to something. Oh, and, that's awesome. That's and this was awesome. like 2001. Now my hope this is where I was going with this, Roger was like, I would love now if they're so desperate for programming, give us those 15 episodes. I don't care if it's dated from 15, 2001, 2002. Yeah. I want yeah, well to see those episodes. Well, that's I think cool you is. could see things like that. Sorry to yeah, cut you off. Exactly. No, no, no. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Because uh, an editor can work from home. Right. Uh, of, of someone making video graphics can work from home. And someone's like things like that, documentary programs. So there's going to, I think there's going to be a lot more documentary programs. I think there's going to be a lot of, filmed at home celeb stuff oh like pam and tommy lee stuff no no you're talking <laughs> oh. about like um <laughs> like I, I mean like the disney sing-along thing but oh that was, no that was and easily one of the funniest you things you could have possibly said right you though. weren't referring to sex tapes okay sorry <laughs> um but but yeah i think there's gonna be a lot more of that because you can just package that up ship it to an editor and they can make a thing with it i don't know if you watched this i'm sure you didn't watch this season of the voice um, but what they had to do for the voice was the, the quote unquote live shows mm-hmm. ended up having to be these sort of like pre-recorded at home videos that the, the artists had to at, at some point record and then send in, like they must've sent a big box of gear to them effectively. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, um, it was a really interesting thing. It's worth looking into both what they did and what American Idol did because, uh, both of those shows had all the audition stuff like filmed like normal because that all filmed back in January. Right. And yep. then gotcha. usually there's like a two month break. The artists come back and do the live stuff after they've had a b- bunch of time to like practice and work on their, you know, get haircuts or whatever they want to do. Um, so they had to do it where uh, basically you watched live as ba- the judges were on zoom calls and like watched that pre-recorded thing, which some of them were really good. Some of them sucked. And I mean, that's the way that those shows work anyways. Yeah. Um, For what it was, it was just a really interesting solve. And I think there's just going to be a lot more of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, actually we, you, you mentioned the shows that can be produced and created from someone's home and then sent out. Uh, I've been watching a lot of food network recently and they're really pushing this new Amy Schumer show, which is her and her husband. Who's a chef, like basically cooking, like she doesn't know how to cook and her husband is going to teach who's a chef is going to teach her. And it's, you know, it's a cooking show, but it's Amy Schumer. Who's like a TV, you know, a big TV and and movie actress. Like, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. And I was actually going to ask you guys, like, 
So we're going to see a lot more Zoom stuff in general, right? I think, mm-hmm. I think stuff that we've seen or like whatever, remote, you know, webcam stuff, stuff that we've seen already is like the table reads, right? Like the community table read or the park, the park and rec um, episode that they did, that kind of thing. Um, stuff like this Amy Schumer thing. There's going to be a lot of, uh, uh, even the, uh, the SpaceX launch today. Everyone was, it looked, it looked like a fucking Zoom call with a cool background. It looked like and, a Zoom call. With a, yeah, it's like, that's, a, that's what I was going to say. So, so um, do you think that, uh, is there any way that, and I, I can't even envision this, but is there any way that like, that's all like kind of unscripted, more reality style stuff or event style stuff. Is there a way that we can start making scripted TV shows with people being remote? Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be, um, did you... It's gonna be I bet, I bet like, Higgins did, but Ben didn't. But did you guys watch the 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 stay at home episodes of SNL? No, I did not. I, I'm not up that late on the Saturday. Okay. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even know. They they were really interesting. They did two, or maybe it was three. I think it was. I think it was only two. But um, they did some of the skits were like Zoom style skits where you saw here's. Yeah, uh, Alex Moffat in a screen here is. But did uh, they address Ryan that, or was it just? Well, like that, that was that was thing, and then they also did things where it was clear that two or three actors had written a skit together and then filmed their parts separately and then sent them to the editor. Right, right. right and, right. you know, that basically, if it's done right, and a lot of the people who are on SNL now are people who did YouTube videos. And yeah, this, like, this, it's this like it's past, a return to form. This, millenni- like, this, yeah, this, this millennial version of point. SNL is, is, is it's going to be like that from here on out. I never thought about that. That's an incredible point. Is that so what you I've been thinking about that for a while. They're definitely going to do a lot of that. So I think they're going to do a lot of, uh, if, if SNL continues this way, which I, I do feel like we're looking at likely until January, you're not going to be able to have large scale production. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, I think you're dead on Ben. I think it's going to be that it's going to be a lot more of that kind of stuff where uh, you can, Especially, and I, you, you guys talked about this a couple of weeks ago, um, but as much as we don't necessarily want the media we take in in the fall to address this, it's still going to be such a part of the fabric. So it's, it, it will make sense for the shows to have to, for there to be shows where it's like, uh, not modern family, but like a modern family style sitcom where the characters are all just in different places. And right, like, right, you, right. you write that into it. You maybe it's, um, I don't even know what sitcoms are on anymore right now. Cause they, they canceled single parents and it's the only sitcom I watched. <laughs> uh, I was going to text you about that, but I figured you wanted some, some space to uh, handle that um, one. They, they also canceled schooled, which I was a fan of. Oh, really? I thought that one would survive. Cause that's so did um, I. But they That's renewed the, the guy who does Goldberg, Goldbergs, right? but they renewed the Goldbergs, which I was excited about. Um, so what were you saying? <laughs> I no, it's fine. I, 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 but yeah, so you're going to see that the other thing, the only, so the only other way that large, the only, the other, only other way that large scale production is going to be able to happen is either it's going to happen in some place like New Zealand, where mm. they just announced last week that they went five days without a new confirmed case. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So and what you're going you're to have to, have to there, do, everyone stays there forever, right? And like quarantine. Well, I was I was going to bring that up now with saying so like they're about they're about the these professional sports leagues are about to get started back up under the guise of it's one location, everyone's there, you're staying quarantine, and theoretically, if they can play 25 games with upwards of we're talking what 150, 200 people, 
in the same spot, they could probably do the same thing with a with you know with the season of a show. Just say for the next three months. I mean, it, obviously, I know shows take forever to shoot. I know these things take time. No, I'm but condensed that, like that, they could do three, four, like three, four. I mean, they could right. they could make it quicker. And, and obviously, I think it's easier. To, like an actor, multi, an actor works on multiple shows, multiple. They have multiple projects going on at the same time. So to say to one actor, hey, for the next six months, you're not leaving and you're staying on this one show, right. it's going to be a hard sell. But I feel like they could probably do that, right? Yeah. So I think that I think you're not to not to blow smoke up both your asses, but I think you're you're one hundred percent right because that's what so that's what uh, wrestling is doing. So they're you know keeping everyone at a single hotel um filming for like five days as many matches as they can and like uh as problematic as this is they they have like access to fast result tests yeah, so I mean, everyone shows up at and they get tested one at a time mm-hmm, they sit mm-hmm. in a room until the test is complete if they tested positive they they're told to leave um and you know obviously can't come back for two weeks so they they would miss that round of filming of tapings um, and the production would just adjust for it. But, you know, here's, here's another possibility. Um, have Robots. either of you been watching the uh, Mandalorian behind the scenes on Disney plus? I heard that's awesome. I heard it's, the behind the scenes is really good. It's really great. And it's, 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 I, I almost don't want to give away too much about it because like one of my favorite, the reason I went to school for film was because I used to watch feature at DDD featurettes and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff and um, wherever I could get it. And this is like such a, they, I think because of uh, COVID, we ended up with a much more granular version of it than they would have released if they had to do a normal release schedule and they, and Disney plus was able to do their programming like normal. I think they probably would have just released this as like a two hour doc. Oh, but it's like to, more drawn out. It's eight, it's eight 30 minute episodes now. Wow. That's so four they're doing hours. like, uh, the first episode was about directing and it was like a round a round table with all the directors. The second episode was about visual effects. The third episode was about George Lucas. The fourth episode's about. That's fascinating. That's exactly puppets. what we were talking about, right? Is we, you take what you have because it's such a commodity at this point and you, and you stretch it out as much as possible. And I'm actually looking forward to that. Right. I mean, I think that's, there's going to be a lot of stuff that we wouldn't normally have seen. And I think this is what you're saying. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of stuff we wouldn't normally have seen that we will be able to see because they're going to want to show, they're going to have to show everything that they have on camera well so what's what's interesting is you know that was all a lot of that maybe not 100 of it but a lot of it was shot at skywalker ranch Mm -hmm. which is literally like 200 acres of land in the middle of like the the plateaus of northern california where you could have like 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 higgins said everyone could just live there you'd have no reason to leave Yep. You, they have like a full service kitchen. All the staff that would be needed for that would all just live there. Yep. Everyone just gets tested when they show up. No one comes or goes. Yeah, you could do that. I think that's what's going to end up happening. And I, I would bet, I don't know what California's status is, but I would bet there, might, <laughs> I would bet there might be <laughs> some productions that are already starting like that simply because since WWE and AEW have been producing shows in Florida, I feel like other TV programs saw that and said, oh, then that means we can figure out a but way to do this. Yeah. I, yeah, have, yeah. 
Florida and, WWE has Full Sail University, which is its own thing. I don't know where AEW does their production, but I'm assuming it's on a campus of some it's sort. It's at it's at um where the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium is. Yeah, because Tony so Khan. Yeah, exactly. It's his place, and there's hotels on premises. Right, so, so he doesn't live there. You like you said, it's going to have to be a place like Skywalker Ranch or. I mean, Football like, like, or yeah, like Dollywood, or like, or like fucking Never Neverland. Is that is Neverland still up and running? Like, it's not up and running, but it is. It exists. Yeah. So someone like, could buy yeah, it take, and make take a amusement park or something like that and tear it down. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, just to touch on something that that we were talking about briefly, which is like the, I'm kind of looking forward to the creative ways that that like. Um, recording by Zoom or filming by Zoom, you know, the creative ways that you, you see that manifest itself. So uh, you've already actually seen a little bit of that even before coronavirus. Do you, did you guys ever see either of the Unfriended movies? They're horror no, movies. I'm, I, I'm familiar with them because my, my buddy, uh, Russ, yeah, who was my, um... my wedding DJ, posted about them. And I like, right, I'm the kind of nerd who will like, read or watch videos about movies instead of seeing them. Oh, totally. Uh, I do the same thing. There's a, there's a great show on YouTube called The Kill Count. It's uh, done by Dead Meat which is a they're just horror fans that that started a couple youtube channels um and what the kill count does is they just they pick a horror movie and then they 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 give these like very funny like um summaries of the movie and they just go to each kill and like and talk about the kills and it's really really funny um but i do that before i'll I'll watch that before i actually see a movie that has kills in it just because it's funny to 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 watch their version of it right so so these unfriended movies um they're actually pretty good. They look stupid and they don't, they're not very like critically well, like acclaimed or whatever, but, but um, I saw both of them and they're, and they're pretty entertaining and I'm kind of a hard, I'm a horror nut, but either way, the, it's a, it's a found footage movie, right? It's, it's a movie, which isn't original in and of itself, but it's like a shaky cam, like whatever found footage movie. And, but, but the difference is throughout both of the movies, every, every actor is at their own house and interacting because right. it's and, about and, it's about social bullying isn't it like, essentially yeah but but yeah. but they, they don't they almost in the first movie i don't think anyone ever gets together it's all through their own like their iphone webcam or their computer webcam or or whatever um but they're all separate you could make that movie could have been made with a few with a few kind of like cuts that movie could have been made right now i'm really interested to see um, other ways that, that, that this kind of thing happens where you can make movies where none of the actors need to be together. They can record in their own areas uh, and then you put that together into something where it, that's not addressed. Like, you, like That's not a thing. It's like it's just a normal movie, but it was all made remotely. And Unfriended is, is what I look at and think, yes, this is, this is possible and, and also going to be pretty cool to see how they do that. Yeah, I think that's, and I think that's kind of the main takeaway when I, when I asked you guys if you wanted to talk about this on, on the show. Uh, I think that that was kind of the the main takeaway I was assuming we would land at, which is it it's I mean, it's it's like I said at the beginning of this, it's obviously this is one of the worst things that's happened in modern society. And mm-hmm. there are school. Yeah, there is the repercussions of which have had huge impacts on global financial markets and the, the world's in shambles right now and terrible things are happening. But at a certain point, there's going to be TV production again, mm-hmm. and it's going to have to adapt. Adapt, and yep. it's going to be really interesting to see what that adaptation means. And I think there's going to be a lot of shit. I think there is going to be weird, shitty game shows. There's going to be, um, you know, probably a Zoom version of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's really annoying because everyone's voice is we, clipping out. We just we just have it. to be patient as the as the audience, though, too. And I don't know if the, I don't know if 
us as a society are at that level yet because we're so used to everything being how it yeah. is that we have to be patient as the consumer and realize, okay, we, we're going to see something that we're never going to, that we haven't seen before. It's going to have its kinks. It's going to have its, 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 its setbacks. We need to be patient and just yeah. accept it as is because there's no other way we can do this until things get back to normal. Well, and, and, uh, and we're, I mean, we're going to have to, or be able to discover things that already exist, right? I mean, we've been living in, I mean, the golden age of TV isn't just the new shows that have been, that have, that have, that have been created during this time period. It's also the ability to access all of the shows that have been created up until this time period and how easy, how unprecedentedly easy it is to do right. that, right? And I think, you know, I've actually started a watch list. I've started a list of like shows. Uh, every now and then I'll, someone will mention a show or I'll read something about a show and I'll be like, oh yeah, I really should watch that or I meant to watch that. Or like everyone feels that way. I'm actually starting that. And at this rate, I'm going to have more time than I ever have before to actually catch up on this, right? So like, we don't, you know. Watch it while you try to <laughs> The stakes, the stakes, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I will. The, <laughs> the stakes uh, of what's going to happen to to TV, like everything we've just been talking about, like even if this all goes horribly wrong and it's terrible and TV doesn't adapt in a positive way, I mean, at least for the time being, we, we're going to be, you know, okay. So to your point, Higgins, the reason I thought of saying this is because you said we're going to have to be patient, which I kind of agree with, but being patient is going to be easier than it ever has been. I'm willing to be patient. That's one thing, one thing I forgot to mention earlier. Um, so the CW has already announced that they're not going to have any new CW produced programming starting until January, 2021. Wow. Okay. Um, so that's, you know, the new seasons of uh, those shows that we were talking about or the DC shows and, and those sorts of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. But what they're going to put in fall is, um, Properties that they've acquired likely from other, either from Canada, from Great Britain, from, you know, other Australia, from New Zealand, or, you know, translated slash subtitled things. Yeah. Think about the gems. Yeah. The gems that are going to be discovered because of that. And CW does that. Like, um, I, I don't want to act like this show was at all worth watching, but Katie and I kind of, it became a joke for us because it, we kept finding it. Uh, there's a show called Hootin' and the Lady. It was, <laughs> um, we were like, what the hell is this? Why is it always on the CW? And we finally looked it up. And what it was, was it was a show that wh- when we were seeing it, we, they were airing the first season in America, but it was already producing the third season in England. Okay, And so they just bought, they bought the rights to the first season to air it and they, they make, there's, you know, no programming mention of like, this isn't a show that this, this isn't a show that isn't new. Okay. And I think we're going to, I do think we're going to see a bunch of that too is um, fourth tier British productions coming over here and just being put on sci-fi as programming and them just saying, hoping that no one realizes that it's but that's awesome i mean think about what that's going to open up i mean think about like like shows like even just using canada as an example schitt's creek trailer park boys shows like that that letter kenny exactly shows like that 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 you know those those actually eventually were discovered of course but like think about how many more shows are out there like that it's going to be so much easy to fall into those shows and to discover those shows because because they're going to be spread out more because it and, exists. And don't and I'm and this is something that I haven't heard, but don't be surprised if you start seeing um, live versions of your favorite podcasts being recorded as and call that and they'll call that some sort of 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 
television show like yeah. watch the watch i mean they they already do you know you can you can watch the the recorded versions of the joe rogan podcast of my favorite murder of essentially every podcast that streams you can probably you can probably watch a like the the recorded the um video version of it but watch that be turned into a half an hour show somewhere you know well they were yeah. already doing that with uh uh like sports talk shows like they would show the weei sports talk shows webcam feed right on yeah the t- right. toucher and rich do that with twitch they're on twitch from six to ten in the morning so why not put that on espn right. why, why, yeah. why yep. not show right. us yeah. dan levitard on on tv like that's cool no it's good it's really it's really good and i think i'm more more than anything i think i'm just excited to see what happens so you know we're we're definitely up on it roger do you have any final thoughts for us before we we wrap up here because it's been nah, i think it's just that i think it's just that it's going to be, there's going to be some weird stuff. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity to find new stuff. I just think, you know, worst case scenario, all these apps have tens of thousands of hours of content. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Which yeah, worst is case scenario, are you're just watching the office again. Exactly. Which is what the stakes are. The stakes are low and I'm more excited to see what, what happens because of the forced creativity here. So yeah. Yep. That's awesome. No, that's so interesting. I'm I'm really glad that you recommended this, Roger. This is like a fascinating um, thing to think about and it'll be really interesting to track what actually happens. And you can track that through listening to this podcast mm-hmm. as it continues, uh, you know, as we keep going. For even soon after to I, be bi-coastal podcast. Two even after weeks. I move away. Two more weeks and then it's over, guys. Wow, that is, that is depressing. Then we change formats and we're a strictly wrestling podcast. I would listen to that. And you know what the world needs is another, another wrestling. <laughs> wrestling podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah. So as opposed to a for, movie podcast. Oh, I don't thank think the world for, needs us either. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for coming on as always. It's a, you know, this has been a, this has a little been more fun. academic. Like when you, when you or my dad come on, but I think that's like, that's good. You know, I'd be interested to hear what your dad thinks about this episode after it goes up. Does he listen to them or does he, does he actually listen to the episodes? Or he, he will, he will do what a lot of people do where he'll like catch up, like, and, and listen yeah. to a few at once, but he doesn't listen regularly. But I was even thinking when you were talking about this, Roger, I mean, knowing how much, you know, he likes you and whatever, like, and how interesting <laughs> this conversation was. Well, finally, someone who's on the podcast who my dad likes. Lie to the poor man. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's that West Coast jive. Yeah, um, wow. Uh, uh, and then this is something, this is the kind of stuff that we chit-chat about, too, so I think he's going to be really interested in it. Um, and, so. and Higgins, to, to my credit, I had a, the advantage <laughs> of – he didn't meet me until I was 26. So I was a fully formed human. That's true. You have the uh, side issue of that. He's known you for what? 26 years. I've, ne- I've never been a fully, fu- fully formed. <laughs> my, my dad will always remember you Higgins as the dude who makes me look good at basketball. What? <laughs> and with that, what yeah. a dunk, what a slam dunk. You know what? Here's the trope going, it up, out, on it up, a, it going out on a high note is the trope. And we are uh, doing right now. Uh, Roger, thanks for being on. Higgins, thank you you for your eternal patience. Eat a dick. Eat a dick for me. I guess I'll eat a dick. (laughs) Um, Great. So thank you and thanks for listening and we will see you next time. Cool. Bye-bye. Bye.